Hello everyone, welcome to episode 2 of a pack of cards. This is a personal journal, a chronicle of my life experience as a small business owner, as a matured single woman, an entrepreneur from Abuja, Nigeria, in West Africa. This is a story about how I got into debt, how I battled suicidal thoughts, depression, and practically watched my whole life as I knew it crumble like a pack of cards bright before my eyes. I am doing this podcast primarily to either inspire or teach at least one person some of the lessons I learned in the course of this ordeal. And on this episode, I want to share a little about myself, how I started my business and where it is at right now. So my name is Linda Boom. Like I mentioned in the first episode, I'm a 43-year-old single female based in Abuja, Nigeria, West Africa. But I'm originally from Benue State, North Central Nigeria. I am born to mixed tribe parents, Steve and Jokun. These are minority tribes um, in the North Central part of Nigeria. I have three older siblings one younger brother. I come from a very humble and modest background. Personally, I'm also a really modest, reserved and private person. I'm not a social butterfly at all. I'm also not very girly either. I am a trained journalist. I worked in the print and broadcast media for the most part of my life. I started off at the very first radio station in the Federal Capital Territory, ASU Radio 93.5 FM. I was a pioneer staff. I worked as a producer and a presenter. I worked with the African Union Magazine, the West Africa Bureau Office. I worked with People Monthly Magazine in Abuja. I held a public office at the National Assembly as a legislative aide. I worked um, full-time government banking support job with the Central Bank of Nigeria for a couple of years before I resigned in 2015 and started my own business full-time. So I get a lot of questions from people asking me why did I resign? Each time people hear my story, they want to know why. Even at the point of resignation, I got a lot of questions from people. Why would you leave a secure, government-paid, full-time job and go into something as uncertain as an entrepreneurship? And my honest answer is this. My priorities had changed. I looked at my future in the bank. I looked at my career in the bank. I compared it with the goals I had set for my life. I was already turning 40 and I didn't see these uh, goals aligning with what I was doing at the time. Was it a painful decision? Was it a difficult situation? Of course it was. This was not a spontaneous thing. I had a careful thought. It was difficult to do, but it had to be done. And so I took the plunge. Secondly, I have always had a passion for entrepreneurship. 
in the course of this podcast, you will hear more about all the things I had been doing and what we have been able to achieve so far within the period. Prior to my resignation, I had always had a knack for business. I had always been the go-to person for quality products everywhere and anywhere I worked. In all my 17 years of paid employment in the public and private sector, I was the go-to person for buying and selling. People knew me for that. I loved to shop for quality products and resell them to other people. It was my thing. So I went into full-time business a few years before I quit my job. It was a physical store. It was called 1278 Essentials. 12 is 1278. 1278 in numbers, then Essentials. So we sold body pamper products like perfumes, body wash, body butter, body scrub, intimate hygiene products, duvet sets, flat sheets, lingerie, underwear, books, and cute little things generally. So when I was about to quit my job, I made plans for my move into Abuja from the city where I was at the time. And moving into Abuja, the federal capital territory, it meant uh, from a smaller city, it meant that I had to adjust to meet up the standard of living. It meant that I was, I might probably move into a smaller house. It meant minimal expenses. It meant living in the outskirts of town, if need be, to save cost on rent. So I understood all of that and had planned for it. I also understood getting a physical store like I had done former city will be way too expensive and probably unaffordable so that's how i opted for e-commerce i and my small team then we translated 1278 essentials into an online store where prospective shoppers from across the country can order products online seamlessly and we fulfill these orders by shipping to their various locations Then we launched officially in March of 2015. We put together a small team and it was going well. As most Nigerian startups do, we were creating awareness. So for the business to progress and for the business to also have a name and a face attached to the brand, we had to create more of this awareness. These networks are too many. You know, I was out there on social media, Everywhere there were events, everywhere there were business meetings, I was there. Um, I started to network. And like I said, these networks, there were too many. There are too many right now to mention in this podcast. But the major one that educated and empowered me the most will be the Enterprise Development Center of the Pan-Atlantic University. They organized the Road to Growth business program for 500 female entrepreneurs in partnership with ExxonMobil, Cherry Blair Foundation, and a few other partners. So this five-week program had us tested as a group and we scaled down to 100 finalists out of these 500 people. And then we were further shared into eight different cohorts, business cohorts. We built alliances and those alliances still exist till today. So 
So from that training, I became a research study for the London School of Economics. I was attached to a scholar and lecturer who paid two visits to Nigeria as a follow-up for their study on small businesses in Nigeria. I also became Cherry Blair Mentoring Program mentee after a full year of one-on-one networking with a dedicated coach based in Canada. We started to grow. We continued to increase our product inventory. We were now shipping to most states within the country and despite our funding challenge at the time and other challenges, we had proud moments. And um, our proud moments will be each time we got satisfied customers, each time we got returning customers, each time we fulfilled interstate orders, you know, and uh, we've had several news publications with national daily papers, national magazines, radio shows, where we were invited on to talk about business challenges in Nigeria, to talk about trending business topics and generally promote our business as well. I also got recognized as Entrepreneur of the Year twice in my state and a certain publication helped us to scale up our recognition in 2017. This was Business Day Nigeria, it's a national daily. And on that interview, I talked about the challenges of e-commerce business in Nigeria. I also talked about our unique value proposition. And this publication caught the attention of the commercial attaché of the South Korean Embassy. Their Korean Trade and Investment Office Kotra contacted me towards the end of 2017 and nominated us alongside the biggest e-commerce store at the time, which was our competitor, to attend their trade, trade event in Seoul in South Korea. It was a fully sponsored event with partnership prospects with Korean manufacturers to enable us to improve and increase our inventory through international trade partnerships. This was very revealing. This uh, made me more confident in what I was doing and this made me see a brighter future for the business. And later on, we would attend three other of these trade events in South Korea, all sponsored by the embassy. And till to date, we're trade partners with um, three Korean companies. We also have um, brand authorizations from two of these companies, KT&E and Alice Mata Brand. And uh, coincidentally, we're the only company in Africa that has these brand authorizations. These events also opened the doors for us to trade with, um, to trade and work out partnership deals with other companies across the globe because they had up to 80 other participants at these events. I feel blessed for these opportunities. We're eternally grateful for where we are currently and we look forward to more. So um, when our inventory increased, we we rebranded because as we're having more uh, vendors, we're having more inventory. So we rebranded from 1278 Essentials to 1278 Marketplace. Marketplace because our inventory had grown. We had gone past only essential products into 
other things. We created an African category where we had braided wigs, braided African wigs. We had uh, African fabrics. We had uh, oils, cooking oils. We had uh, healthy oils. We had um, spices. We had um, other food stuff like flowers, cassava flowers, coconut flowers. So we created a separate category for that. We also had more inventory in our electronics and in the beauty category. So this had gone beyond just essentials. It was now a marketplace. We added furniture and other things. You can find us on all social media handles. We're more active though on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us as at 1278 Marketplace. 1278 in numbers, Marketplace. Uh, and join our small community. People can also shop directly from our website, www.1278. Remember, it's in numbers, 1278 Marketplace. In a few days, 25th of March precisely, uh, we will be six years old as a business, by God's grace. We have successfully fulfilled orders across the country, and we have also successfully shipped several times to Tanzania, USA, UK, Kenya, and South Africa, respectively. We currently have uh, 31 vendors listed on our store as of today. We are hopeful to keep increasing this number yearly as much as we can for every other year. So I'm trying to keep this episode as short as possible. So we'll end this episode right here and know that a pack of cards will be back on our next episode and I'll tell you about our challenges and how we got into debt. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with your friends. Share with your family members. Remember that the reason I'm doing this is to encourage one person to inspire one person and to teach others the lessons I learned from my own failure. My name is Linda Kuhn. Take good care of yourselves. Be safe. Bye-bye.